this movement, there was a light, sounds, a universal energy forming organic tribal algorithms that spans the globe, reaching down to its very core. Release a euphoric inspiration revolution. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the ultimate underground. KCLAFM Los Angeles. You know, life is funny. Things happen, but then you got to keep it moving, right? But uh, we've been a little lax with our inspirational messages lately, so I want to bring a couple of gems to you today. And here we go. A person who never made a mistake, never tried anything new. Life is 10% what you make it and 90% how you take it. 
You have to expect things of yourself before you can do them. The road to success has no speed limit. You'll see it when you believe it. Don't be afraid to take a big step if one is indicated. You can't cross a chasm in too small jumps. Desire is the starting point of all achievement and not a hope, not a wish, but a keen pulsating desire which transcends everything. Set your course by the stars, not by the lights of every passing ship. The bad news is time flies. The good news is you're the pilot. Even if you're on the right track, you'll get run over if you just sit there. And uh, I don't want to get run over, so I'm not going to sit there, and you shouldn't either. You know, and in these times that we're going through today with all this devastation and this political environment and uh, war, it's a time of togetherness, family, learning what's important, understanding the bare essence of life, living it to the fullest. And I'm happy to have met a proud family. It's a father and five young men. And it is their goal to set out and make something of themselves and show the world their talent and passion for music. It's been with great dedication, determination, devotion, and hard work that they know they can make that possible. Many are going through hard times these days, and they find themselves among them. They know what it takes to have a roof over their head and eat a decent meal. Together, they overcome these hardships and trying times. And with their music, they want to serve, to inspire everyone. They are Iggy and the Rough Riders. Stephen, Mike, Dominic, David, Elvis, and Iggy. And I have them in studio with me right now. How you doing, guys? Hey, what's happening? What's, up? what's going on? Hey, man, I'm so happy to have made this happen. Thanks we've for bringing us out. Yeah, we've been trying to do this for a while, and um, here we are. Welcome to the underground. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so um, what I like to do is have everybody introduce themselves individually, your name, you know, a little bit about yourself, and then we'll go on this little journey. All right, we'll start off with the oldest son. His name's Steven. We call him Oop Man. Go ahead. Oop Man. What's up, everybody? My name is Oop Man, and I play drums for like well, half of my life, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> my name is Mike. I play bass, guitar, and sing, depending on what song you want to listen to, and okay. that's what I love to do. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike is 18. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dominic. I also go by the name of Bird. I play, I play bass, sing, and whatever else I need to do, I guess. <laughs> and Bird is 16. I'm David. I sing. Talk to the ladies. Oh. Gotta do it. <laughs> David's 13. And um, I'm Elvis. I'm 12. Play keyboards, backup sing. And that's it. <laughs> also, ladies' man. Yeah. <laughs> ladies' man. <laughs> Dad. I'm Maggie. I'm, I'm uh, the father <laughs> of uh, these five great, amazing young men. Uh, who push your limits, and we take it all the way out. Push my limits, too. <laughs> all right. So you guys have been busy, though. You've been, I mean, 
here. I see you've been you you did. I met you recently. You were at the Whiskey Go Go recently. Yep. And you rocked it out, didn't you? Yeah. First I'm sure. I said I got cut short, but it was it was it was cool though. Yeah. Nice yeah. crowd turnout. Yeah, and you. I mean, you've been around. You've been. You did the House of Blues. Yep. In the all past, of, all, all of them. them, all three of them, and all three of them. Anaheim, right here, Hollywood, and the one in San Diego in the Gaslamp District. And we played the dive bar in Vegas, what, a couple of years ago? <laughs> Week years. Uh, the slide bar <laughs> in Fullerton. <laughs> and uh, you've been, yeah. you've been up and down the coast. Yeah. You've been down to San Diego. You've been up north, too. You've been yeah, all I'm over. Make sure we're getting ready to hit Frisco here in a, about a month and a half. Oh, yeah? Can I, can I go? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I want to go. Okay, so let's go, let's go back. Um, you're from Hemet? Hemet, CA? Yeah, we're from Hemet, uh, Born and raised. Um, actually, we're originally from San Diego, but okay. we moved to Hemet, and most of the boys well, started at a young age in Hemet, so that's you know considered home. So. Okay. Fortunately. Now, <laughs> let me. How long have you been playing together? Oh well, Big Mike's been playing the bass ever since he was like four and a half years old. Whoa, whoa, whoa! No, it's like. Yeah. Well, I was about five. Five. He started when six. he was in kindergarten, <laughs> and then uh, um, yeah. after that. Um, about a year and a half after that, Stephen jumped on jumped on the drums, mm-hmm. and we started doing backyard parties since then. And then everybody eventually uh, started at about age five or six on the stage, and once they landed into their instrument, we just have been playing ever since. Right, nice. Playing when we can, when we can. That's how you gotta do it. So, um, I, there's one other gentleman over here, X Man. How you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah. You just hanging out? Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a family friend. Mm-hmm. Might as well be the adopted sixth son. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> he basically lives Why with not? Us. Why not? Why not? So, um, growing up in Hemet, what's what's the atmosphere like? What's what's the what's the, what's, what's <laughs> the neighborhood uh, like? What's going like, on? That's quite the question. Really. It smells that's, like cow, bo, sweat. Really? It's uh, it's a really small town. Basically, you know, everybody knows you. Some weird. Way. way from like years back to now. It's mm-hmm. like what a big old happy family. But the, <laughs> you, they know you from like a party. But the music show. scene is out there. It's it's not too bad. I mean, if you if you get a show there, promote it. You promote it. If you get like a month in advance and you promote it that long, you'll have a really decent, really big turnout. Nice. The music scene out here for such a uh, small town is it's extremely strong, actually. Mm. And you can't get away with anything. Everybody knows your business. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So um, now. When did you actually first start recording together? Oh, wow. We started recording together. We recorded in a little studio. It was in San Diego, somewhere. Yeah, it was in the little studio. We recorded with Bernardo. Yeah, Rancho yeah. Bernardo. With we, Alan Sanderson. Yep. Sanders. Three different places. Is it Sanderson? It's called State Sound Studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that place is even around anymore. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yes. That was... So, um, you know, I have to say, though, I met you guys down at California Sound Studio in Irvine, uh, which is run by Frank Wright. We're fellow alumni from Soundmasters. And um, you were recording with Ronnie King, who I know through Sean Lenhoff from Commonwealth. And, um, you know, I didn't, I had no idea you guys were going to be there. I just came down, Sean was like, oh, come down to hang out and, you know, hang out with me. And I, and I heard this music in the back. I was like, wow, what's going on back there? I was like, oh, these kids are playing back then. You should go check them out. And I saw these little kids running around out in the in the yard. It was you guys. You're not little kids, but you know, to me, you're Uncle Earl. Uncle right, Earl been around. But, but yeah, you were out there in the playground. I was like, so what you guys doing? He's like, oh, we're in the band. You should come back and check it out. And I went back there, and I was like, 
wow, when I heard the sound coming out of these young men, they played like veterans. So I guess, Iggy, I, they, I owe that to you, huh? Yeah, these guys, you know, we've come a long way, and music has been an instrumental part of our life. Actually, it's our way of life. Everything mm-hmm. that my guys do evolves around their music. I mean, they sacrifice so much to be good at their craft, and, and but that's what it takes, you know. I mean, you want to get anywhere, and you want to last in, in, in this, this scene, you got to, you know, pay your dues and push on. I mean, that's these right. guys have stories that... I mean, breaking down on the freeway and losing okay. parking. <laughs> all right. Well, we're gonna we, we're gonna get into all them little stories. We gotta take a little break right now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm here with Iggy and the Rough Riders here on the Underground Experience. You don't want to miss this. Come on back now. You're here. KCLAFM in Los Angeles. How y'all doing? It is getting warm up in the studio because of the energy, the synergy, the talent, the heat. I'm here with Iggy and the Rough Riders. Y'all still hanging in with me? Yeah, yeah. So now, um, you know, what I want to do is shed some light on, you know, you guys and the audience about the road to success. It's not easy. We all know that, right? Yeah, it's, not. <laughs> it's, a, it's full it's of a lot of things. I mean, and, you, and you're a young man, and you, and you have your schooling to do, as well as your music. So let's start with the youngest, Elvis. How you doing? I'm doing great. All right. So now, um, talk to me. How do you juggle your schedule, man? Um, just and, and throw the ladies in there, too. You know, give me, let me, give me <laughs> shed some light on me. <laughs> Well, I remember, well, back when we first played the whiskey, that was great, having great experience. Mm. And that's when I used to play the air guitar, and mm-hmm. used to play the skateboard, <laughs> and yeah, and, um, you know, and I had great time, and seeing all ladies, you know, not... Okay, now what about school? Just had a hard time, you know, in fourth grade teacher complaining about me not being there a lot but most of the time being why, at why was that because uh we were at pre-reduction with ronnie king at the time blame it on ronnie i'm gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. get him <laughs> and, I, and then when i used to have to go to school my teacher used to complain i'm not there all the time i'm just telling you you know i'm busy with the band mm-hmm. you can't blame me but did you make up your work yeah you did are you a good student yes what's, your, what's your grades like a b c's Cool. Trying to keep it up there, you know. Good, very good, very good. 
All right, and uh, David, how about you, man? What is up? What is up? Just, you got to juggle the schedule. I mean, I remember coming home back when we, like, started off, and you play a big show, and you come home and get, like, half an hour of sleep, got to get up, do all over again. Mm. That was just what it took to make it up in the scene. Yeah. I, mean, I remember we used to play shows every weekend, every day, and sometimes you're going to get to sleep, but no matter, even if you were tired on stage, you still had to push that energy. Right, because so you got lots of rehearsal, too. Always practicing, you got to yeah. have that, you can't not just jam it out, you got to have that, like my dad said, you got to pay your dues. Yes. So how do you, how do you deal, how do your friends deal with that? How do they handle it? They all come to the shows, oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> they all come to the shows. And um, you, you also have another talent, you, you design. So, so people tell me. You do, because when I met you, I, you had something on that I wanted. You wasn't giving it up. But everybody, you... <laughs> everybody just wants a piece of me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so really, um, are you planning on doing a line of clothing? I've took many consideration of thinking about it. You know, my dad has talked to me about it. Many friends talked to me about it. But I look at it as, like, it's a necessity to keep your clothes together. I mean, you have a whole, you should get some dental floss, <laughs> some material, and sew it on top. Nice, nice. So all recyclable goods. Just about. Be safe with the environment. That's yeah. nice. That's nice. Okay, and Dominic, what's up? Not much. Not much. You kind of <laughs> quiet over there. <laughs> what's going yeah. on? What's going on? Alright, dog it up. I'm not. <clears throat> uh, not much. Just chilling here, I guess. Just chilling here. Yeah. So, <laughs> so how do you handle, you know, the all the the schedule restrictions uh, and time? Schedule, and, school, yeah. all that stuff. It's yeah. It's quite a hellhole, really. It is. <laughs> Especially in high school nowadays. Mm-hmm. You miss a few days, and it feels like you missed a few weeks. Right. That's right. And you have to go out to school, talk to teachers, and some of them aren't exactly very polite to you when it comes down to this. They don't understand that you know, yeah. I'm working on a big career. I'm working on something that will help me when I get older. They just give me craps like, oh, how is this going to help you in life, this and that. Well, there's a flip side to that. You know, they really are genuinely concerned about your well-being. And they oh. want you to be educated yeah, and smart, and but at the same time, that. I'm going to be honest with you, a lot of them are frustrated people who do what they want to do, and they see you doing the thing that you they might have wanted to do, and they might not be happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I'm going to drop that, Uncle Irvin. Yeah, I, I understand that. They're all, they're all very concerned that they want me to make it successful in life and school, and I, I understand that. I'm, I'm pushing my hardest to keep my grades up. It's it's not easy. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's very difficult, but you do what you can just to get by. That's right. Yeah, with the teachers and whatnot. Nice. Big Mike. Hola. <laughs> you, 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 you have no problem talking. I know that. So, so he talks how, too damn much. <laughs> <laughs> no. Now, how was no. it? How was it growing up in the house with all these young little whippersnappers under your feet? Man? I, God, that's a list for them. That <laughs> was brutal. It was brutal. Extremely brutal. Yeah. But it was fun. Yeah. A lot of crazy times in the two-story house. And yeah, a lot of fun. We just got along. <laughs> Did you do well in school yourself? Um, actually, <laughs> I did good towards before I graduated, but uh, I had a year where I just really had a downfall, but I brought myself back you up. picked it up. Yeah, I graduated, so it's pretty much all right, really mattered. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. I made it. Yeah, made it. You made it. I made it. And um, now, uh, Steven, what's going on? Same shit over there. You say you believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm supposed so, to say that. Okay, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, okay. Now, how now for you being the oldest, do you feel like the second dad? Might as well be. Yeah. 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 Might as well be. Yeah. Do you keep them in line? If they don't, they you know they got something coming up to them. <laughs> yeah. He 
he's the uh, the head honcho of the house. When my dad's gone, he uh, kind of steps, steps in front of him while he's like on. It's like you know, I should have been fed. I should have been ready for school. Right. Yeah, just takes care. Basically, he's the other dad. Okay. Not older <laughs> and making the best food. Not wise. And he did also graduate. Yeah, he also right. graduated from high school. Nice, nice. So everybody's on that righteous path. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So now we got the man Iggy. How you doing? Hey, no. Hey, no. Dead dog. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? So, so you must feel blessed to have such wonderful young men I, I'm in your house. So exquisitely blessed. It's beyond comprehension. I mean, we've. All of us <laughs> stuck together through so many like outrageously hard times that you know everybody goes through. I mean, there was career changes. Uh, you know, we lost our house. Um, the only thing we ended up keeping basically was uh, our vehicles and our music equipment. And mm. you know, music has kept us together. And and these guys have all stayed positive. They we take care of each other's hearts. We push each other to the limits. You know, we have each other's backs. We are, you know, my boys are each other's brother's keeper and, and yeah. families. You know, that's what it takes to get through nowadays, man. You just got to push. Nice. So let me, let me, I want two different examples from you guys. Give me one of the worst situations you've ever been through. Okay, one oh, time. Oh, check oh, it oh, out. One at a time. One at a time. Everybody got one. Go ahead. Right. On the way <laughs> to Upland when the van broke down. <laughs> okay, we were going, we had a show in Upland. The we on the, it was, it was, the was at the cellar. And we were on the freeway, and what well, you pulled off on the off ramp. We were driving on the freeway, and we pulled off on the off ramp. And as soon as we made the turn off the off ramp, uh-huh. our van wasn't going anywhere. And all of a sudden, the, it just dropped. The right side rear just dropped. Whoa. We couldn't figure out why. Wow. So we get we out. were hitting the three wheel motion. And <laughs> the rear tire was gone. What? It was gone. And everybody starts piling out of the van, and <laughs> it down. literally like, like, the tire flew off. Gone. Are you it's serious? The freeway, yeah, it, it, it just flew off, and then Steve O. The oldest decides to run down the freeway <laughs> against the cars to find the tire. He found it, which I did find it, and surprisingly, still had air in it. Whoa. It's not air. Well, still. We, we, it was <laughs> people trying to steal it, and nice. they saw this big guy. So wow. what happened was actually the, the studs sheared from the axle. Wow. So we actually had to have it towed. Yeah. And a person who was helping us out at that time called up two of his friends to get us over to the show. Hmm. Well, when we got there, the band was on ahead of us. I guess they didn't quite cut it. So the place was empty. So the guy who hooked us up for the show didn't let us play. Mm-hmm. So we had to sleep in the parking lot. Oh, no. 4.30 in the morning. Are you serious? Yeah. Did in you? the cold. <laughs> not not, not in was, the car. It was the only car that was there was a small compact. Oh, my god. It was a little, it was like a little, like, looks like a lunchbox on wheels, a squared <laughs> one, like a little sign. What was it? These guys were sleeping on the, on, on the sidewalk of the club. Whoa, whoa. Yeah. Wow. Got home to like what five in the morning, six in the morning, and had jelly donuts. Jelly donuts. We got as soon as we Healthy got home, breakfast. we got dressed, and what do we have to do the next hour later? Go right to school. <laughs> yeah. Man, man, grumpier than well, no. It wasn't a school week. It was the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Was it a? It was school, it was a school night. It school was night. a school night. I remember oh. getting up and having to go to school. Oh god, I don't remember because I was probably too tired. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's cool. Now, now, um, let's let's take it to the positive side. What's one of the best things that's happened on this journey? One of your highlights, one of the highlight moments. You know, I think for all of us, one of the great things happens is when uh, people come up to us that we don't even know and talk to us about our music and how it's so cool that we're doing it as a family. and The fans. You mm. know. It's the yeah. fans. Got to give it up to the fans. Cool. I mean, without them, you know, none of this would be happening. That's They're the right. one that makes it. Yeah. The highlights. We have people contacting all the way from Ohio and, you know, Germany and 
you know, San Diego and Vegas and all over. Just it's it's just a wonderful feeling knowing that you know your your family is making some sort of a positive impact. You yeah. know, yeah. But you know, you got to also give it up to the Almighty. Always, always have the homeboy upstairs. Exactly, because without right. him, the fans wouldn't be there. Yeah, you we, know, we so. think they would all not be here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> we really would not all be here. All right, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here with Iggy and the Rough Riders. As you see, they are full of stories. They're full of love, full of joy, full of music and talent. And uh, we'll be back with more right after this break. Thank you for tuning in today to the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain, and DJ Uncle Earl. We will be taking a break shortly, but I just want to give you a few little announcements. In the second half hour, we'll be coming up with Mr. Brad Rapier and the Stilo 444 Benefit coming up December 6th at the Saban Theater. Please stay tuned. Also, Mariska Phillips will be returning to L.A. with her Mariska Phillips Preparatory Theater Theatrical School. She'll be coaching uh, drama students and actors and singers and musicians, whoever wants to join for a spiritual and emotionally uplifting excursion through acting. And she'll be at the Complex Theater in Hollywood. We'll be coming up with more information after this station identification. Hello, and welcome back to the second half hour of the Underground Experience with me, your host, Captain, and DJ, Uncle Earl, on the radio. How you doing? Hanging in there? Having a good time here in studio with my guests, Iggy and the Rough Riders. We will return to that interview shortly. But as I promised, here's some information for the Mariska Phillips Theatrical Preparatory called the Do Drop In at the Flight Theater at the Complex, 6472 Santa Monica Boulevard, Hollywood, California, 90038. She will be having two workshops on Saturday, December 3rd and Saturday, December 10th from 12 to 5 p.m. for a minimal cost of 50 bucks. She wants you to come explore your spirit. Therein lies your freedom. You can check her out on YouTube. Um, she's great. Just because she's my sister, I'm not just saying that, but she is really wonderful. She's worked with people who are doing things on television, film, theater, and stage, and singers as well. You can contact her at marishkagoddess at gmail. 
which is M-A-R-I-S-H-K-A, goddess at gmail.com. Like I said, you can check out her video resume on YouTube, Marishka Phillips. And now we'll be returning to our interview with Iggy and the Rough Riders and hang around for Brad Rapier and the CELO 444 Benefit. All right. Underground experience. Underground. Ladies and gentlemen, can you handle it? I don't know what's going on up in here, but there's something going on. Um, now I want to talk about this music. The music is serious. <clears throat> it's a it's a mixture. I mean, it's very it's. I know it's rock. It's metal. It's thrashy sometimes. Punk. I mean, punk. punk. Rock. It, it, I mean, you got, but it has soul too. That's what I like about it. It has some soul up in there. So, you sent me a couple of tracks. We've been playing them throughout the show. I mean, Diva Killer. That's deep. That's deep. I like that one. Now, what, what, is, the, what is the story behind Diva Killer? Man. Go ahead, David. David. Yeah, I'll take that song out of all the songs. Well, yeah. That one's just basically like, you have so much hate up inside of you. You can't take it out or anything. You had a good song that all the fans love. Yeah. Put it in the lyrics. All right. Damn. I hear you. <laughs> So it's like haters, basically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you haters. haters. Basically, haters. Now, um, this other track, it's up to you. The other one you say, oh, double. <laughs> yeah, I got two strikes now. Up to you. We look at it as like, in life, you know, you got to make decisions. It's it's not up to anybody else to step up his play. It's up to you. Mm-hmm. That's why our song's called It's Up To You. It's up to you to step up. It's up to you to make the good decisions. Mm-hmm. Up to you to make sure you got your path on the right path, you know, in life. So the song's called Up To You. Mm. And I, you know, I like just for you too. Oh, three strikes. Uh, three strikes. Uh. Oh, you wrote that one. Yeah, you can talk about that one. You're up. We kind of both wrote that one. My dad. Yeah, me and David actually wrote this one together. Just for you, it just means almost the same things up to you. You know, you do things just for you. You know, you got to make make sure it's true to your heart, and and you got to make yourself happy. And that's why we chose those songs to be very upbeat. You know, mm-hmm. like you said, a little bit soul. Yeah, and when I met tone. when I met you guys, you gave me this uh, CD called House Party. <laughs> and, you know, I listen to it like you see my CD thing is all cracked because I carry it with me everywhere. I listen to it in the car. I listen to it at home. I really like this CD a lot. You need another case? We'll get you another case. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that, that CD hey. was actually a, a, all right. an older demo that we, we put out. We're actually getting ready to, to put out a brand new CD with yeah. new songs and some remakes. Um, but but let me tell you something. It It really speaks to me because sometimes I love to hear the bare essentials. I like to hear the basic goodness. It's raw. And it's pure. That's what it is. That's what I like That's about the intentions it. Of it. But my favorite, I have to tell you, and I want you to break this down because I don't know what, what it means, is JWS. <laughs> my favorite. That's a dedication. JWS. JWS stands for Joe's Wedding Song. There's a really good friend of ours we met years ago when we first started playing that we've kind of kept in touch with off and on. And the last time we met him, he was getting married, so we decided to write him a song. 
And on the way to the studio, we actually wrote the lyrics in the van on the way to the studio. Nice. On a top ramen box. His <laughs> father gave him a left-handed guitar, and he actually left it with us through all these years. Wow. Well, for the recording, Big Mike played the guitar that his dad gave him in that track. Cool. That was left hand and I played it upside down, so it's like right in a little closet. In I mean, a little closet. I, I don't know why that one sticks out to me so much, but I, when I heard that one, it, it touched me. I mean, it, I felt it. I really, really felt it. So I appreciate that. Romance. Yeah. So now, so now, let's let's talk about what's what's in the future for Iggy and the Rough Riders. What's going, what's going on? What's yeah. coming up? What's touring? Some great things going up. We got a new web page. It's getting ready to be put out uh-oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. And about. The end of the week, it's going to be www.iggybus.com. Two G's, Iggy Bus. Iggy Can you bus. spell that out? Spell I-G-G- that out for some people. Challenge. I G G Y B U S. Iggybus.com. Okay. We're going to have uh, um, buttons, pins, stickers, T-shirts. Our new CD will be downloadable. Uh, we'll have a redemption code, and we're going to sell little trading cards. And um, when you get these trading cards, you just go to the code, go to the web page, and redeem the code, and you'll be able to download the. All the, all the new CD And you know We got some great shows Coming up uh, We got one up Coming up with uh, Channel 3 and DI In our hometown of Hammett Okay um, You know Some traveling things Coming up Cool And just gonna keep Pushing it You know Just nice. make it Nice Okay and one at a time um, Starting with Elvis Can you just leave Us with a word Of inspiration For the young people Coming up today Who may not be As fortunate As you have been And give them Some hope that uh, just believe in yourself, never give up. Keep pushing, always thank everybody around you, and keep the cat dog low spirit. <laughs> you like cat dog. Cat dog. Cat dog. <laughs> okay, and uh, Dominic? Just keep pushing, always reach for your goals, be grateful for what you have. Mm-hmm. David? All right, Special. double fisted, two fisted pop. I'm like a, I'm like a the president here. Two fisted dog. Two fisted dog. <laughs> Not just a word of advice. Is just hang in there. Times are really tough, and people like to give up, but just don't give up. Hang in there and be thankful for what you have, because there's people out there that really don't have anything. So that's why for us, it's all together. We're fortunate to even do what we do, and we don't not like those other people out there. Like, oh. Yeah, egotistic. I mean, this for the money or egotistic. We do this because people love to hear music because in hard times, people love to hear music that will help them through. Right. So that's kind of what we love to do is help people out. Nice. And that's my little inspirational word there. Cool. <laughs> and Steven. I don't know what he said. <laughs> <laughs> just, ditto. Just ditto or... <laughs> Hit, can you hit the, the, the uh, repeat button and copy and paste. We'll run it back. All right, and um, Iggy, what about you, man? Uh, I say uh, one of the most important things is be grateful for, for the people who are around you. Uh, yep. Don't forget the people who have left. Always keep their memories and spirits in your heart. And uh, never lose focus. And never practice. You can never get enough practice. My guys know that That's one. Right. Oh, That's right. Oh, God. You know, be, be thankful, you know, for the big homeboy upstairs. Hey. Always nice. got to be thankful for the big homeboy upstairs and never stop rocking. All right. Yeah. And um, I don't want to leave out little man over here. X. Hey, X has got a highlight. Give him some words, man. Give him some words. Keep on going, pretty much. Do good times and hard. 
Come on, speak, man. You can talk. <laughs> put him on. Put him on the line. All right. Well, guys, I thank you so much for sharing your time. And thank your, you for and having us. Love with me, and I appreciate it. And and I'm and I've been following you, and I'm going to continue to following you, and I'm going to push, and I'm going to get the word out there. Like I said, I'm, I'm around the world, and so here we go. Only way is up. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you for having us. Taco. Yeah. 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 on the underground. Yeah. <laughs> thank All you. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Uncle Earl on the Underground Experience here at KCLAFM with Iggy and the Rough Riders. And uh, stay tuned. They'll be back. happen in life and you have to persevere and move on and push through but um, sometimes you have to stop and take the time to notice what's going on around you and support your fellow man Uh, I received a notification about an event coming up on December 6th at the Saban Theater and it is a fundraiser for a fellow artist and his name is Stilo Richard Stilo Vasquez that is and he's a member of the famed Groovaloo's dance group. Um, he had an unfortunate accident, and the community is coming together to support him, and it's a benefit for the family, because you know how these times are with the economics and, you know, health care and all that. It's, it's tough for everybody all over, whether you're sick or not. So they're coming together for this major, major event, and um, he has been around for quite a while. He's worked with an illustrious list of artists such as Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake, Rihanna, Gwen Stefani, among many, many others. He had a, uh, he unfortunately suffered a ruptured brain aneurysm on June 19th this year. And then there were three subsequent ruptures thereafter, and he's still in recovery and rehabilitation. And I have one of his fellow performers here with me and friend, Mr. Bradley Rapier. 
Hello. How you doing? I'm doing great. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh man, you know this is no problem. It's, we got to do this for each other. It's That's all about it. love and sharing. So um, tell me, let's first of all, you are amazing. <laughs> Why? Thank you. You are. You have a wonderful career. I mean, we met a while back at the NAACP Awards where you won. That for was Once a great on this time. island. Yes. My friend Billy Porter. Fantastic show. I, I, yeah. I fell in love with that show and the cast and the production. It was a great experience and it was great meeting you there. Yeah, yeah. So um, tell me, tell me, tell us a little bit about you, you know, things that you're doing, things that you've done. Where, you're yeah, from, where are you yeah. from, first of all? I'm, I'm originally from Canada. I'm a okay. Canuck, <laughs> but uh, L.A. is my home now. I've been here about 18 years. Okay. Um, I was uh, actually a person that was going to be a doctor was kind of where I was headed, like oh, my father before me and my uncles and that kind of thing. I see it. I got the scope. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, would, I don't know what it would be now, the dancing doctor. All but right. uh, No, I love school, actually. I loved all the sciences and that. Uh, but And I was in Calgary, which is a... Uh, at that time, no culture in terms of this hip-hop dance culture. Mm-hmm. I was not aware of it at all. I was skating, I was playing hockey, mm. running track, playing basketball, and going to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was later on uh, that I saw a guy in uh, high school, and he came in, the only guy, the only black, I was the only black kid in my school. Okay. Uh, so in came this tall, uh, lanky white guy, and, <laughs> uh, and he just started dancing. And uh, I was known as a dancer, but I wasn't, no, no classes, anything like that. It was, mm-hmm. I think, cultural. Mm-hmm. My father uh, is from the islands. My mother and father roots go to Trinidad and Grenada, okay. the West Indies, and go up to Spain and, and Portugal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they would play certain music in the house. My father was a huge jazz enthusiast. And my older sister was a bit of a rebel, so she'd go looking for wherever the groove, the underground thing was, right. even if it was small <laughs> and mm-hmm. tiny. Mm-hmm. And so through that, I had just, I liked groove, mm-hmm. but that was it. And basically at school, I saw this guy, my friend said, that guy's dancing. Go dance with that guy. I was like, what does that mean? I started dancing <laughs> beside him, but I was like, I was grooving and he was doing something. Right. You know, sort of like, <laughs> what is that, man? And then he, you know, there was no internet, no YouTube, no right, nothing. I right. just saw this guy and kind of changed my life. My hair stood up like it does now. And I, <laughs> and from that moment on, I just started hanging around him. And over time, uh, long story short, he formed a group a couple years later. Mm. And we ended up being the first group uh, in Canada to bring Poppin' and Boogaloo and the funk styles to wow. Canada through a series of events. What was uh, the name of the group? Streetscape. 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 And okay. it was uh, in the early 80s, 81 to 85. And mm-hmm. uh, we had a great career. And I actually hung up my shoes, as it were, after that. I thought I was done. Yeah. Um, what did you do? I, I, was, well, I went back to school okay. and I thought I'd be kind of uh, you know, responsible and... I and uh, I Not started that. trying it, and uh, <laughs> then I went. So I got dragged back in. People asked me to choreograph this. Mm-hmm. There was a talent competition in Canada called the Canadian Talent Search, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, all my friends encouraged me to go in it. I went in it. I had to sing like a cappella. It was pathetic, pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> I did some acting, which I was had been working on, and then I ended with dance, and I won this competition. Um, and the prize was to go to L.A. and New York and Whoa. go in these kind of star-searchy competitions, mm-hmm. not televised, but in these uh, big sort of like, hotel yeah, conventions, in, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, I went in both L.A. and New York, and I won the dance in both of those cities and some other little things. And through that process, some people in New York were kind enough to say, you know what, you deserve a chance to be in the States. We're going to sponsor you. Wow. So to be honest, it was wonderful, but it was it, I, I didn't know what I was going to no do. I had no idea what it meant. All I knew was you <laughs> it get it. Happening. Well, I, I knew you get a degree yeah. and you get a job and you finish. I didn't know what this meant. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so it ended up that I when I went to Toronto, which is just above New York, and while I was waiting to get to New York, I got more established as a choreographer there. Mm-hmm. Um, got to New York, was there for a couple of years, 
realized that the culture was there in terms of the city, but in terms of work, New York was not doing that. So I sort of found out that I wanted to get to the West Coast in terms of where the uh, street dance culture was working more. Yeah. Got transplanted out here and uh, started doing things pretty well, uh, you know, commercials and that. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, as a little side tangent, I I wasn't quite ready to be in in the big city. I, I wasn't quite as sure of who I was, mm -hmm. what I what I stood for. Mm -hmm. uh, too influenced by everybody, and so and I had some family things I had to take care of in Canada. So I went up to Vancouver, Canada. Okay. Uh, took a break, uh, and the city opened his arms to me. Opens mm -hmm. his arms just wide to me. It was a really big blessing. I just sort of, it was sort of a void there, mm -hmm. and there wasn't any of this culture going on. I became kind of, not to exaggerate, it wasn't like LA, but I was kind of the hip hop guru for a minute there. Whatever okay. TV shows or dance classes or some films. So mm -hmm. I got kind of established there, mm -hmm. and then after a couple of years, I was like Bradley. You've worked at your family stuff. You're feeling stronger in your faith and how you live. Yeah. Um, you're allowed to be in the States. What are you doing? So I came back to stay here in 94. Struggled for a couple of years. Did that two, Did that thing with you know four big guys staying in a studio apartment. Eating that. the ramen noodles and the <laughs> oh, tuna yeah, out of the can. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. You know, and, 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 oh, yeah. But I always just kind of, to be honest, just believe things would work out. I pressed on. Mm -hmm. By about 96, I started to kind of have... Uh, starting to get uh, not firmly established but part of that culture where the, I was being called in for things getting mm -hmm. work getting mm -hmm. work but I always from being in the first group in Streetscape in Canada loved the storytelling and was still electrified by the spirit behind street dance and freestyle mm -hmm. that thing that makes it different that thing that is saying uh, don't just learn the dance styles to repeat them but put yourself in it put your stamp on it tell a story it's what electrified me mm -hmm. so in the process of starting to work, I still wanted that. So I started writing scripts and stories and treatments, and I still do that. I'm that guy with the, you know, the cabinet full of a million <laughs> dusty things. But I just, by, uh, I just started to form a group over time of meeting people, having mm -hmm. get-togethers, having these things we call groove nights now, mm -hmm. jam sessions, mm -hmm. um, and uh, meeting these great, talented people, mm -hmm. really selfishly wanting to be around this culture that I did not know as mm -hmm. much. Mm -hmm. And over this process of a few years, the groove will formed kind of organically that way mm -hmm. um, and it's and, an eclectic bunch of people. oh it's my gosh I mean multi-talented multifaceted you have spoken word people you have musicians you have dancers actors singers everything they do everything yeah the, the, the glue is the the freestyle element of street dance culture mm -hmm. and hip hop it is the glue. And then within that, like you said, you know, we have Keely, who's a, just a mate, great singer, and Charlie does our spoken word, Charlie Schmidt, Charlie's very talented. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we call him, we, uh, his name is Vision and Vision mm -hmm. 8. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we have just people that have just, you know, people have all the, everybody has a story. Yes. Um, and so, and what was really great was we didn't say, okay, we need a guy with a fro, we need a blonde girl. It just was an actual group. Um, and over time, uh, we do many things. Thankfully, we've been able to do a lot of great things. But over time, the one of our flagship things that became a sort of signature of what we do was we our stories became what we became about in terms mm -hmm. of uh, telling the stories through dance about our own lives. Mm -hmm. And it really connected. We had a few things that really made us connect with the culture here and sort of make us stand out in L.A. Mm -hmm. uh, and specifically, there were three things. One was because of my sort of almost ignorance is bliss thing that I didn't know what was happening here in L.A., I loved all the styles. 
So from the very beginning, I, I wasn't like, well, if we, if we pop in, we only pop. If we lock, we only lock. If we do jazz, we only do jazz. I didn't have that rule in my mind. I mixed it all together, loved it all. So that was a big difference. Well, you're me. one of the lucky few. Well, yeah. Because a lot of people got pigeonholed. Oh, you know? my gosh. So we would just do everything <laughs> together, and people go, what's yeah. going on? And then I since I loved the freestyle, mm-hmm. I would find ways to set up routines, not to do routines for routine's sake, but to set up people's individual freestyle. And that, again, just seemed natural to me, but it was kind of a thing that was not happening. It was a celebration. I was really like, it was a, I I guess I learned the dance from such a distance. It was magical and wonderful to me, and I held on to that. So I always want to present it that way. That's wonderful because it shows individuality and that people's inner voices come out. Because, you know, for a while here, everyone was like robots. Yeah. Basically, not to knock it, but everything was Rhythm Nation for quite a long time. And I went through that era. And it's just great to see how it has enveloped. Yeah, just the life you of know, it, you know, the yeah. life. And we, we really got that going. Our story got going. And, and now, you know, uh, I'm just thankful. We've been part of this emerging culture. We ourselves as the Groovers have had many thankful, uh, you know, things that have been given, uh, accolades and achievements and mm-hmm. awards and that. But one of the things I'm just thankful for is being part of the emerging culture, being part of that um, uh, you know, having the influence on these shows and being on these whatever uh, TV shows, so yes. you can dance and influencing yes. them to have uh, more hip hop, uh, mm-hmm. more street dance, mm-hmm. um, and having then the members of the groupers over this time have individually just grown, and we have sort of this big hub called the Groovaloos mm-hmm. and then yet we're all connected it's mm-hmm. like members of our group are in the Jabberwockies or mm-hmm. in LXD or or in the Beat Freaks or in California or Team Illuminate it's like we have this sort of hub of connection of sort of encouraging each other to create and go but that's how it should be anyway yeah, it's, it's great it's for fantastic it's very selfish it's like oh you're in my crew you gotta stick with us you're, yeah. you're a traitor you know it's like it's We're crazy. doing the same thing. It's like, come on, let, you know, we don't yeah. own each other. Exactly. And nobody owns, you know, it's kind of a separate topic, but we don't own this dance. Exactly. You know, it, there obviously are codified styles, but you look back, you know, nothing is new really, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you go back and you look and you'll see back in the 30s, 40s, the 1900s, the 18, late 1800s, you'll oh, see yeah. footage, you go like, wait a minute. Now, right. styles become styles, but yes. let's not lose that. It's it's a gift, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I've always been in that place. I, I respect and we respect learning this, the techniques of the, the styles that are funk styles and street dance. But I live for that place of let's let's celebrate this thing that we have and use yes. it to, yes. to inspire, to come together, to create, mm-hmm. you know, all that stuff. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you're getting a mouthful. Yeah, you are. Earful. <laughs> no, it's great from uh, my guest, Bradley Rapier. And we'll be back with more right after this. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Uncle Earl here on the Underground Experience. Once again, welcome back. How you doing? I'm here in studio with Mr. Bradley Rapier, a member of Groovaloos, among other things. And um, we're here to talk about a benefit for Richard Stilo Vasquez, one of the members. And um, I have, I want to give you a little information on him and his wife. His wife's name is Penny. She was raised in Northern California, the Bay Area. Penelope, as she's called, came from a family of dancers. Her mother was a ballerina for 16 years and was involved as a choreographer for the Filipino folk dance troupe. 
This influenced Penny's love for dance and motivated her to move to Los Angeles to become a professional dancer in 2002. Since then, she has performed with Raven Simone, Mariah Carey, Missy Elliott, and many, many more. She has toured with such artists as Britney Spears, Paulina Rubio, Tony Braxton, and Miley Cyrus. Wonderful. And her husband, Richard, the man of the hour. He was born and raised in the Bronx, New York, which is my hometown, New York. I was born in Brooklyn, went to school in the Bronx. Yeah, uh, he moved to Puerto Rico at the age of 11 or 12 and began to learn how to b-boy by Peony. Poe one. Poe one. Oh, yeah, second to none. Poe one, second to none. All right. <laughs> and he continued to dance and compete, winning competitions and talent shows. Now, by the time he was 18, he got a modeling agent in Puerto Rico and started auditioning and touring with local Puerto Rican uh, reggaeton artists and such. By 20, he hit Los Angeles with a bullet, where he continued to pursue b-boying. He also got a dance print agent here, worked many jobs like GQ Magazine, Madonna, Oprah, Justin Timberlake, and movies, Malibu's Most Wanted, and Coach Carter. And recently caught the acting bug and is currently pursuing acting full-time. And that was stunted by, you know, this unfortunate incident with the rupture and aneurysm in his brain. Now tell me, from your point of view, what type of person is Richard to you? Man, I, I was watching, as I'm, we're working on putting this whole event together for him, mm-hmm. watching this footage. We mm-hmm. have uh, a lot of the B-boys, they put together their own personal uh, B-boy tapes. Mm-hmm. And he has a great one uh, called 444, for God, for dance, for love. Mm-hmm. And what I get out of uh, watching it, besides knowing him very personally, he's been my good friend for many years, mm-hmm. uh, is just how tenacious he is. Uh, when he battles, he's a taller guy. For a b-boy, he's big. Mm-hmm. You know, b-boys tend to be uh, sh- shorter. Right. He's, so they get up and down. Get, yeah, and quick. they're flipping around <laughs> off the walls. And, you know, he's yeah. almost six feet, or it might even be exactly six feet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, good, solid, strapping guy. Uh, and he, when he goes out those battles, he may not be doing uh, backflip. Back Actually, he still does those back handsprings. But he's just so in their face. He's going, mm-hmm. going, going. And it's the same way if he's training. He's on the treadmill. He's making sure he's at the top of his game. If he's doing his acting, he's in the best class. He's going there consistently. He's putting mm-hmm. up the shows and putting up scenes that are out of his range to mm-hmm. go for it, go mm-hmm. for it. I've never – and even myself, we, we meet together uh, you know, on a regular basis. We like have a small group of guys that get together and just stay strong and, right. and, and stay you – know, encourage each other. Yes. And same thing, just consistently there. And then you know, him and Penny – have a you know a baby, fifty month old mm-hmm. baby, and mm-hmm. you know uh, father, a family man. He's just I, I would use the word tenacious, faithful, and and constant. Mm. But at the same time, one of the funniest guys. You, you know, you say this about a lot of people, but he's the one at rehearsal that has us in stitches at all times. <laughs> just loud the atmosphere happening. yeah he is loud i can say i should say that's the word loud but loud and just the, the greatest most free-spirited for you way nice 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 so this event though this yes. is going to be really exciting it's coming up next week yes on tuesday december 6th at the yeah. saban theater in beverly hills yes and you're going to have like the superstars of the Los Angeles dance community. It is unbelievable. We, yeah. you know, we let people know, and as I said, we're kind of all connected. But mm-hmm. still, people came forth. We have LXD performing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have, of course, the Groovaloos performing. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Jabwalkies coming in town. Uh, Team Illuminate from America's Got Talent coming in, and uh, people from So You Think You Can Dance, dancers from that show. Great. His crew, California. The list goes on. We have host uh, Ifyan Crockett, you know, an up and coming, just incredible comedian, mm-hmm. is as from In the Flow, and he's one of the original Groovaloos. 
Blues as well, and cool. just amazing. Angela Johnson uh, hosting, and mm. so just incredible people. And, and Afyon Crockett, yeah, yeah, Afyon Crockett, yeah, Crockett, yeah, yeah, he's hosting, and yep. just incredible. And people are every day calling to say they want to be a part of it. So we're looking to blow people's mind with the dance. It's going to be an unbelievable, I'm unprecedented, sure. as we call I'm it, so night sure. of dance. I'm but gonna also, <laughs> it's going to be inspiring, inspiring as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, and. Um, where, where, what's the website so uh, people can find out? More? Yeah, the best thing is just go to uh, Stilo, um, Stilo444.com, S-T-E-E-L-O-444.com. Everything's on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They can also go to the sabantheater.org. Yes, you can go there as well. S-A-B-A-N theater, R-E theater.org. And this is yeah. all, you know, as you mentioned so well, this is all for the family. Hmm. They have... You know, he has a lo- he's coming a long way. I go visit him on a regular basis, and but he's got a you know long way to come, and he's not working then. Obviously, his wife has to try and step in. They have a child. There's health care. There's yes. recovery. We're trying to blow this thing out so that they can b- live their life and, and yeah. recover. Yeah, wonderful. Well, you're doing a great job, and, you know, the God is smiling on you. That's it. Yeah, so thank I thank you for coming in here and sharing this with me, and yes. I wish you the best of everything. Blessings, success, continued health, wealth, and family, and all that in the future. And you'll be there, right? I will be there. Yes, and you'll be there too, people out there listening. Yes, all right. yes, yes. Come on down. Come on down. Yes. Look, girls going to be there. Come on down. Yes. <laughs> so thank you so much, Bradley. Thank you very much. And um, ladies and gentlemen, stay tuned. There'll be more right after this. Thank you. 